0: We are working with it and we are trying to get you booked on those platforms. So travischappell.com slash 10X. There's a quick application there and then right at the end of that application, it'll prompt you to set up a phone call where you will jump on a call with me and we'll talk through whether or not you're a great fit for this program. Please act fast on this. Do not wait because we are only taking on one or two clients a week due to uh, constraints with our team and the limited supply of high quality shows and platforms that are out there in the market. So if that's you, and you're really wanting to explode your brand in 2022, head over to travischapelcom 10K, fill out the application, schedule a quick phone call, and you and I will chat really soon about whether or not this would be a great fit for you. Thanks, guys.
1: Talk to you soon. Hey, this is Brad Lee from Lightspeed VT. Yo, what's
2: up, guys? My name is Caleb Maddox, and this is Matt Maddox. Hey, this is Lori Harder from Earn Your Happy.
1: If you want to hear me drop some bombs. And if
2: you want to hit your next level. If you want your relationships to be
1: blissful. You should listen to this episode of Build Your Network.
2: Build Your Network. Build Your Network.
1: With my good friend, Travis Chapel.
2: Travis Chapel. Travis Chapel.
0: Welcome back to the show. I believe that who you know is more important than what you know. If you agree, then keep on listening for tips on how to cultivate meaningful connections the right way. If you disagree, then tune in anyway to let me prove you wrong with my journey. My name is Travis Chapel, and this is the Build Your Network podcast. What is up, everybody, and welcome back to another topic episode of the Build Your Network podcast. Today is Top Networking Tips Part 16 with Brad Lee, Lori Harder, and Caleb Maddox. I'm super excited to bring this content to you. Every single one of these people is a rock star in their own right. Brad is the founder and CEO of Lightspeed VT, which is the Lamborghini Of virtual training companies. Um, They have accounts with huge uh, companies like Chase Bank, but they also have uh, different influencers that have come on and host trainings on their platform. People like Grant Cardone and Tim Grover and Damon John, and the list just goes on and on. So Brad has a huge network of a bunch of awesome people that he's been able to work with throughout the years that host trainings on his platform, Lightspeed VT. Then we have Lori Harder who is a fitness and lifestyle entrepreneur. Her and her husband, Chris, are up to some fantastic things. She has built a tremendous community, has an awesome podcast, and she is an author of the book, A Tribe Called Bliss. And then we have Caleb Maddox, who is a 16-year-old millionaire, speaker, author, just a total rock star of a kid, and a great dude to hang out with. All three of these people are just jam-packed full of awesome networking tips and value to bring to you. And I can't wait to share this episode with you all. But before we get into that, as many of you know, my network has just absolutely exploded in the last year and a half, including Brad, Lori, and Caleb. And when people have asked me how I've been able to do it, the number one answer that I give is my podcast, If I didn't start Build Your Network, there is zero chance I would know as many awesome people as I do now. It is the perfect credibility vehicle and value-adding excuse to connect with the people you want to connect with the most. Look, I highly recommend starting a show, but if you do it, do it the right way. Last I heard, 90% of podcasters never make it past episode seven, which is just absolutely ridiculous. So if you want to be on the right side of that statistic, do what I did. Hire a coach that's been there, done that, can walk you through the process. And yes, this is something that I do. In the last few months, I've helped a few people get their shows off the ground, and I'd love to do the same for you. If any of this resonates with you at all, then head over to buildyournetwork.co slash coaching to apply. I only accept a couple of people at a time because I don't want anyone lost in the process. And I'm only going to be helping 10 people total before I shut it down. Um, look, it's very valuable and it's really, really time intensive. So I can't do it forever. So be sure to be one of those 10 people head over to buildyournetwork.co slash coaching to apply. And we will chat soon. And now here is top networking Tips Part 16 with Brad Lee, Lori Harder, and Caleb Maddox. So why don't you tell us a story about a time you, you said that the who has brought you a lot of great things. So tell a story about a who bringing you a what?
1: Well, I mean, like it's no news that Grant and I are buddies mm-hmm. or definitely acquaintances, if not buddies. I call him a buddy. Yeah. But Grant brings me a lot of who's and a lot of what's and I feel I returned the favor. And how did you initially like have that relationship with Grant? Well, I just chased him down and I had the what, though. See, if I would have chased him down and didn't have the what, you burn bridges. You get people not want to answer your phone. That's a very, very good point, actually. I'm glad that you brought that up because there is something to this called timing, guys. So, like, if you... uh, Well, maybe I can change your mind on this then, Travis. (laughs) Because what is more important? The who or the what? I think it's still who. Still? Even after hearing what I just said. I still think it's who. So, if all you could pick is one and you just know a million people, then you're relying on luck. No because if you could only pick one what would you pick? I would pick who. You'd because, pick who. Yes and you might and of you mentorship, might mentorship, right? Yeah, but so like wh- the, the
0: only way like knowing something doesn't just come from books or like by doing things, right? Like you can learn a lot from being like so when I look back and look at like okay the first year that I ever pulled say a six figure income when I was like 21 22 years old knocking doors. Yeah. The first year I did that was because I was spending time with every day somebody who had made seven figures knocking door to door. Mm-hmm. So I learned from him on a regular basis. Yeah, I see. Your so point. being around him, you he get the what my what. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But so, in an exponential way. So let, so let me So It's not you just this. like a little bit raising. Like when you hang out with people, you are what? The Jim Rohn quote, right? You're the average of those five people. So if you put yourself in those circles of people and you know a lot of great who's, then your what will exponentially raise to the level of the people that you're hanging out with. And Ideally. if it doesn't, then you're not gonna be in that group of people. So you better figure out a way to do
1: it once you get right. in those circles. Yeah, I see your point. Again, it's a valid point. Let me ask you a question. I always ask people this question. Okay. If you could Get handed a hundred million dollars cash. Oh, man. These are tough questions. Yeah. Or you can work and sweat and earn 20 million. Which would you prefer? Oh man, that's a tough question, but I would, I gotta be
0: sensible here. And I mean, I would take the hundred million for sure. Okay, good. Yeah. Because it's not a tough question. Yeah.
1: like would, It's not a tough question. It's like, the easiest question on earth, except for when people are born and raised with what I call False advice. Right. They'll always have to think. So you probably got a little of that false advice in your life because it's not a tough question, bro. Do you want a hundred million dollars or do you want to earn twenty million Mm dollars? And because I say the word earn, everybody has been taught well, if you didn't earn it, it's not worth the same. Right, exactly. Dude, a hundred million dollars cash. Yeah. Or earn twenty million dollars. And I've heard all the crap people say. Listen, man, if I earned the twenty million, I'll know how to do it again. If you hand me a hundred million, I won't know how to make more. No, <laughs> you can learn by losing a hundred million just as easily as you can learn earning a hundred million. That's very true. And That's most people true. won't have to lose the whole hundred to mm-hmm. learn. So you might lose fifty million dollars before you learn. Which, by the way, learning by losing fifty million is fun. <laughs> And you still have 50 million left. Meanwhile, you're over there with the false advice with $20 million in your pocket. Yep. Then people say, well, you know, if I could earn it, I'll value it more. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? 20 million or 100 million has the value is in the money. Right. Let me ask you one more question How valuable is money? Hmm. In what regard? To life. Yeah. But I didn't finish because I was doing a dramatic pause. Okay. My bad. My bad. Yeah. Go for it. How valuable is money when you can't spend it? Ooh. Not valuable at all. So why do people want to save their money all the time? That's a good question. (laughs) (laughs) It has (laughs) zero value if you can't spend it. Right. So I could give you $100 million right now and say, you can't spend it, but you can have it. What's it worth? Nothing. Zero. Now, again, there's haters out there, there's naysayers, there's people looking to give you the yeah, buts. So someone could say, well, yeah, but if I prove that I had a hundred million, a bank would loan me my own 50 million with that as collateral. You know, there's always those people that'll find where you're wrong. I'm just talking principally. Generalization. Yeah. yeah. Principally, a hundred million dollars is worthless if you can't (coughs) spend it. Right. Mm -hmm. So there's people out there that really start to save their money and they begin to hoard their money. And then they ask me, how do they scale their business? Well, you don't scale by saving, Mm -hmm. right? You use money as a tool. Mm -hmm. And if that tool is being spent wisely, well, now you can expand your business. But because this is called build your network, I'm going towards use money to build your network. People have bought their way into me Mm -hmm. and now we do business. Yeah. And literally, they bought their way in. Mm -hmm. They bought me something. Yeah. Something cool, something thoughtful. Yeah. But guess what? If you didn't spend the money, they wouldn't have known me. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. So if you guys want to help build your network, man, think about investing not only time. Like I noticed you did some research before you had me on your podcast with Mm -hmm. that intro. So you obviously took some time. Take some time. Know who is you're looking to get to. And then maybe spend a little of your what. Which might be some cash. Yeah, get them a unique gift. I think that helps build networks for sure. Is this whole podcast about helping build networks? Oh, definitely,
0: definitely. That's what the main gist of the show is. Yeah. So, like, I hundred percent agree with you. Just said, I, in fact, that's
1: something I regularly. Encourage well, you didn't on bring you didn't bring me anything, Travis. Not just, just <laughs> you. <laughs> you already knew me though. See, again, don't waste your money. Like, if you already have the meeting, you already know the person. See if you can make it happen without having to... Yeah, I mean, you don't don't have to spend the money. All I'm saying is I want to give people like little things that I've learned along the way. Sometimes getting someone a unique gift, sending someone two or three things before you ever reach out and ask for anything helps. Mm -hmm. Um, Great. And that's a great tip, by the way,
0: for pre-conferencing too. If you're going to a conference or an event, like, well, let's take 10X, for example. You're speaking at 10X Growth Con next month, February, what, 22nd or something like that. So a lot of people, you're going to have... Hundreds of people coming up to that event, I'm assuming, and saying, trying to shake your hand and trying to make some sort of an impact, ask you a question, whatever it might be. If somebody like right now, if you got a package in here that was, what's your favorite sports team? Vegas Golden Knights. Vegas Golden Knights. Okay. So let's say somebody gets you a signed jersey from the Vegas Golden Knights that's one of their, you know, best players or whatever. And then there's a little note and there just said something like, Hey, looking forward to hearing you speak at Ten X GrowthCon. And they sign their name with maybe like an Instagram handle or something like that. When that person comes up to you at Ten X GrowthCon, they shake your hand and say, Hey, my name is whatever it is, and I got you. I'm the one that got you that jersey. Yeah. How much more likely are you to remember that conversation? A thousand times. Yeah. Exactly. Just from doing a little bit of research ahead of time and putting in a little bit of work that some like, you know, Jersey does not cost that much money. It's not about like the price of how much you're putting into it, but just making that small little slight edge that all these other people just didn't take the time to do.
1: Mm -hmm. True.
0: So with this being such an important thing, then regardless, it seems like we have a little bit of a differing opinion
1: on what or who, but regardless who is important. I'm curious to find out what your listeners will think.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. If you're listening to this right now, shoot me and or Brad a message. Let us know which one of us you agree with and why. You better have a good reason though, because Brad
1: will tear you up and so will I. So You can't convince me just like apparently I can't convince you. But <laughs> how old are you?
0: This episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed. We are driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is not to search at all. It's to match and match with is the best one that you can use. It's constantly learning from your own preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets at doing the job for you. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility over at Indeed.com slash Travis. Just go to Indeed.com slash Travis right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed here on the podcast, indeed.com slash Travis terms and conditions apply. If you need hire, higher, you need indeed
1: 25. Okay. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to look down everywhere you go, mm-hmm. look down on the ground and you're going to see some footprints and those are mine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cause I've been there and done it and I'm just telling you what I've learned. And it's easy to follow along with these cliches that you hear out in the world, but a lot of them, my man, and not this one, because again, I'm not arguing with you. Who is important Yeah. yeah and yeah. what is important, but what was my answer? I can't really choose right, which one's right. more important. I made you but, choose, to be fair. I made you. Well, pay. if I if I had to, if I had to choose, I would probably choose who because I'm lucky as hell and I'm funny. Mm-hmm. So I'll get those who's to give me a shot, even if I don't have a what, but that's me. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about your average Everyday individual trying to build a business. Somebody listening to this podcast right now, the best actionable advice. Yeah, trying to build a business. Don't discount the what for the who. Because if you do, you're going to know a whole lot of people, and they're all going to think you're a dumbass. Right, right. You don't want to risk that. Mm. Get your what down so when the who's come around, they actually are valuable. Because I'm telling you, dude, I know a lot of people. And- I'll never do anything with them because they're what's not down. Yeah. I've given people 10 minutes. I've given people 30 minutes. I've said, come on in, we'll talk. And they come in and their what is not there. Mm-hmm. Right. And after 30 minutes, I say, thank you. Now they can send me a jersey. I'm still not talking to them because my mind's made up. My opinion's been formed. People are judging you no matter what you think they're doing. Who cares if it's not nice? It's happening. So you just need to be prepared, man. Right. Right. You and, shot that's yourself your foot. and that's your what. And that's your what, right? Mm-hmm. Being yeah. prepared, having some knowledge, mm-hmm. your what. Definitely. Like light speed is my what. Yeah. Okay. I didn't start with who. I started with a what. Mm-hmm. But I agree 100% with your point, which is a great point. And y'all listeners should be listening to that one too. What he's saying is the who, because you can learn a lot from those who's. And then that forms or adds to your what. But both arguments are right. I'm interested to see which one's real.
0: Yeah, definitely. Which
1: one's more valuable. It might be the what. Yeah. And like you
0: said, <laughs> the footprints that I see walking around are definitely your footprints. So yeah, I've been there, um, done that. Yeah. So that's part of why I started this podcast, to be honest with you. Like I'm selfish in the way that I like to learn from as many people as I can, yeah. but I just happen to record. I want to know what Naveen Jain's answer else. is. I'll, uh, I'll shoot you the episode when we're done recording. Good. And for those of you listening, if this episode releases before Naveen, Naveen is actually booked for the show. So look forward to that episode. Now, My man, Naveen. Now, quick question for you here, Brad. If this is such an important topic, and like I said, regardless of if you put more importance on the who or the what, it can't be argued that the who is important. So why do you think that a lot of people will just completely neglect that and just don't
1: spend any time or energy or effort building their network at all? Well, one reason would be because they haven't found the right who. So whoever's listening to this doesn't do that Mm. because obviously you've taught them or they're just hard headed. They don't know any better. I mean, who? They don't know any better. Yeah. yeah, Because I mean, like who would devalue it? Who? You say most people that that don't value it. Are there people that don't? I think that there are people that
0: don't put effort into it. They may value it. Like if Hmm. I ask them the question, they'd be like, oh, it's who? And it's like, well, how much time and money did you spend last year building your network? Well, here's, oh, well it, I think it's just something that kind of happens.
1: Yeah, well, here's an example. So you just <clears> did a <throat> podcast on you need more money, right? Mm-hmm. I'm talking to Matt and he says, you know, people don't understand they need more money. And I totally disagree with him. Mm. I told him that on his podcast. Yeah. I'm like, dude, anyone I ask, do you need more money? Their answer is yes. Mm. And in most cases, it doesn't even matter if they actually do need more money. You ask a billionaire, do you need more money? They're going to say yes. The point he's driving is, is you need more than you think you do. But what I disagreed with is that people don't know that. Like, do you need more money? Yes. Of course I do. Of course you do. Mm. Ask anybody. Ask anybody on the street. Do you need more money? They're going to be like, yes. Same thing with networking. Yeah. Do you need to know more people? Mm-hmm. I think everybody would say yes. Now, unless, again, they're closed mind, they're being facetious. There's some, They're going to come up with that one-off situation like we were talking about. Yeah, but to grow a business, the more hands you shake, the more money you make, period. Mm -hmm. We were talking about that earlier. If you want to get more money and grow your business, do more of what you're doing. And nine times out of 10, your business includes people. So it's the who right there. You knock on a door, someone opens the door. There's your who. That's the dude that's going to buy your system. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, you go to the grocery store, you walk up to somebody and introduce yourself. There's your who. You just sold another system. Yeah. So who's are important more than just who you know. It's who you talk to. How many hands do you shake? Right. So, yeah, that's kind of like the answer that I was looking for was the... You set me up to freaking give you certain answers.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. You're yeah. leading the witness. Framing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's important to note that, that a lot of people will, I think, like you said, there's a, a level of awareness that a lot of people understand that yeah. it's a good thing to do. But then when you ask them like, well, what event or mastermind did you join or how much money did you spend on building your network last year? Or how much time did you spend on building your network? Or like, what did you do to get in front of the right people? And they don't have any answers for that. And there's kind of hoping that it's just going to like magically get better or they'll, they'll go to an event, but they just like walk around like a boat floating in the middle of the the ocean
1: with no direction, you know? Or, yeah. Or they got false advice growing up. Like what? Just all kinds of, I mean, what do you hear growing up? Like anything you're talking about. So not just about this specific topic. Just yeah. They just anything. get, they just get false advice. Like you don't need anyone, man. You're good enough. Don't worry about anyone. You don't need anyone. Mm. You can do this 100% by yourself. Mm. All you need is you. Have you ever heard that? Oh yeah, definitely. It's not true. No. <laughs> there is not a billionaire on the planet. that did it by themselves. Yeah. Right. Okay. Everybody. Had a who. Do you know who Bill Gates' who was? Who? <laughs> his mother. Hmm. Did you know that? No, I didn't. His mother knew someone at IBM and talked that person into seeing Bill. Really? Yeah. Wow. I did not know that. In a different department, his mother is one of the biggest reasons that Bill Gates is Bill Gates. Wow. A lot of people don't know that, but that's true. So, what does that tell you? He had the what. Mm-hmm. She got him the who, and it paid off. If she got him the who, and he didn't know what, no one would know who Bill Gates was. Right. Very true. Okay. So, true. what's more important? We've decided. <laughs> You've decided. Well, you, you can't decide, dude. It's Build Your Network podcast. You can't change the I'd name. Be out now. Of, yeah, I'd be out of a, I'd be out of a show. Yeah. But you know what? It's interesting because Build Your Network doesn't matter if you think the what or the who's more important. We all know. And if you don't, now you do. The network is important. Your network is important. And you better learn how to build it. Mm -hmm. Because, again, when people come to me, they say, how do I get more? I say do more. And a lot of times that is building your network. Yeah. It's opportunities. Every who is an opportunity to learn from, to learn what not to do. A lot of people ask, who's my mentor? Dude, everybody's my mentor. I learn from literally everybody. I learn from a bum on the street. Mm -hmm. I ask questions. What'd you do to get here? Well, that's what I don't do. That's what I don't want to do. Yeah. And guess what? If I don't learn anything, then who's the fool? Right. Me. I learn from everybody. I learned from my little four-year-old daughter.
0: So in this new era, this new digital era where an entrepreneur can launch a shoe line like Gary Vee did and yeah, actually sempre. make money on it where people, you know, that normally would have zero influence now have mega influence. How much more important is it based on the law of association for you to be around those kinds of people?
2: Yeah, personally, I think, I think it's key. Honestly, one of the most powerful things you can do is associate with celebrities, influencers, and powerful people for a couple of reasons. Number one, it absolutely skyrockets your credibility. You know, whenever I'm sitting here, I'm 16. There's someone watching the podcast who's never heard of me before because I get a message every single podcast I ever do. Like, I know no clue who you were. When mm-hmm. I was first watching you, I was like, what can I learn from a 16-year-old? And then <laughs> I guarantee you, whenever I mention like I was in Arnold Schwarzenegger's house, people think differently. People right. associate who you're with. But at the exact same time, it's the energy that you pick up on when you're with those successful people. Like just being in a room with billionaires It changes your mindset that, you know, Mm -hmm. seeing like Mm -hmm. Dean James, Thrive Connect, multi-billionaire, like just being around him, that like that enhances me. Being on stuff with you, like being with, you know, like the Arnold Schwarzeneggers, Tony Robbins, those people, the energy that you get from it and the knowledge. Yeah. I think that's the game.
0: Yeah. Awesome. You have anything to add to that, Matt?
2: Yeah. I think it's important to understand
3: that being around these people, they don't say a lot, but you can learn a lot by listening and watching and studying their habits, their mannerisms. Yeah. You know, you can learn a lot by what they don't say sometimes as much as you can as what they say. And we were with a billionaire and he's like, hey, I want you guys to come over, but I only have 30 minutes. And it led to six hours. And we're like, dude, yeah, wow. secretary kept coming in saying you got an appointment. He said, cancel it. So anyways, we asked him at the end, you know, we're very grateful. But man, why would you give us so much time? Yeah. He said, because the one thing you got to understand about billionaires is it's all about energy. When you get around people that have the right energy Mm -hmm. and he said, you just got to go with that flow and he's really big into that. And I'll tell you something that's very important when it comes to getting around the right people. It's not because you need a selfie with them so all your friends can like it. Mm -hmm. It's so that you can tap into their energy and their flow and their mindset and their habits. And literally it'll elevate you. Yes, it gives you a lot of positioning. Yes, it gives you a lot of credibility, but more important is who you become by associating with people that are influencers, celebrities, they're power, and it doesn't have to be a celebrity or an influencer to be an amazing, powerful person. It's true. It's some of the greatest people we've ever met that have totally transformed our lives. Nobody knows who they are, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean they're any less.
0: Right. Man, that's so that's so true, and something I've definitely found on this podcasting thing is that you'll have like this big interview coming up with an influencer, and you get into the bulk of the conversation, and it's just like. The content's and like, it's just not as good. And then you, you'll have somebody come on that's just no name and nobody knows who they yeah. are, but you'll just learn so much from them. It was like, wow, that was such a fantastic interview. So yeah, I totally, totally agree with that. Hands down. Can you guys give us any tips? I'm interested to hear your answer to this question, because this is something that I just something I've just recently been asking people. But when I find myself in these like situations, when you're talking to a lot of people and you have that like one or two people at, at this networking event or conference or just at Starbucks or whatever it is, that just is like. Like sucking value from you. Do you have any tips for getting out of that conversation?
2: Ooh, okay, I like it. You turn the spin, getting out I like of the conversation. Get out. Know. I like it. <laughs> I'll let you go first. What you got? What you got? Well, I mean, I think it goes like this.
3: You know, if it's somebody who has poverty mindset, they're negative, or you can just tell that they're they're trying to like suck everything from you. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, we believe in just coming from a place of just honesty. Hey, I've enjoyed this chat, but I need to move on. I wish you the best. Just look them in the eye and be very frank with them. Don't mm. fluff and be like, oh, I need to go get a drink. You know, just tell them the truth. Say, I've enjoyed connecting with you. I wish you nothing but the best. Keep up the good work. I got to go. Yeah,
0: but there's a lot and, of people in here type thing.
3: Yeah, 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 absolutely. And yeah. then just understand that no matter what, even if you, are you talking about people that like are negative or are you talking about people that just-
0: Negative, know, yeah, yeah. No, like people that are like super positive and they just want to be around you. I think that's a different story. I'm talking about people that are just like, they come up to you, they try to brag on themselves for 30 minutes. And then they try to have this ask at the end that doesn't go along with anything that you do. And they're just, you can tell that they're just trying, there's this hidden agenda. They're sucking value from you. And yeah. there's like nothing okay. at all in this conversation that is good for you at that point. What do you do?
2: I think the first thing you got to do is here's that you got to care about people, mm-hmm. but sometimes like you got to understand, you got to guard
0: your time too.
2: Yeah, you, got, you have yeah. to guard your time. I dip as quickly as possible in those situations. We know a lot of you know, celebrities that we've had, you know, cause we get really close with these celebrities and stuff of that nature. I can't mention their name, but there's one person who, uh, anytime that he is like in a situation, he's in a conversation and he wants to get out. He'll like, look at his assistant and do this. And like the assistant will come up and like, and, like Hey, you got something going on <laughs> Pro like tip that- right there. <laughs> yeah, put, there go, And for, for t- those of you listening,
0: my- Caleb just tugged on his ear. That's so the guy tugs on his ear yeah. when he wants his assistant to come grab him out of conversation. It's hilarious. Anyway, keep going.
2: Yeah, little signals like that. My dad and I have different stuff like that. You know, we'll figure out a way. I don't know. It's just being smooth, being respectful. But at the same yeah. time, you got to guard your time. That's the, literally the most valuable asset. And I would actually argue not even your time. It's your energy.
0: Yeah. Because yeah. time
2: that's you know, you, you may spend four hours on a Sunday watching the Super Bowl, right? Like that wasn't a good use of your time. But it's, you know, your energy is good. You have fun, whatever that yeah. is, right? Mm-hmm. Basically saying it's not even your time. It's the energy that they're sucking from you. Because I'll give seven hours to someone. Who I feel has good energy, but mm-hmm. if someone that's not, you got to dip because yeah. that, that energy will. You and know. you
3: got to evaluate: is this a good person that just has never had a mentor? Is this somebody that's like, uh, you know, they and they just need? And I'll shoot them straight. I'll say, listen, because I care about you and I really <laughs> believe you have the goods. Let me give you a little helpful tip in the future. I'm not offended, but I'm going to tell you most people will be, mm-hmm. and I want to coach you real quick here and I want to show you what you should do anytime you're in a situation like this. And I do that a lot if I mm-hmm. sense that they're good people, you know, If I so it's a good person. He just, you know, he hadn't been coached or mentored or maybe he didn't have a dad in his life. Somebody that really just sat him down and helped him. I'll do that, you know, because I believe that's a part of our responsibility Mm -hmm. is to be someone that totally always gives Mm -hmm. and uh, good things will come to you when you do.
0: Yeah. So, okay. Now talking a little bit about all of this, how do you, so if you're listening to this right now and you just got this insight from these influencers that like, oh man, I hope I'm not that person. That's annoying people. What's your advice to that person? Like, so when you're talking to that person, Matt, how do you go into that conversation? Like, what would your advice be to avoid that the next time you're at an event or something?
3: Well, you know, first things first, you always approach with confidence and you always approach with true, true, authentic, just nature. They can always tell, you know, they didn't become who they are without by being dumb. They can read people. Mm-hmm. Most people that are very successful can read people. Mm-hmm. And what's been helpful for us is I'll say, you never apologize for approaching them because that's automatically a sign of somebody that's either got poverty thinking or insecurity. So always approach with confidence, you know, shake their hand and ask a unique question. Don't, over fan, you know, of course, all of them have egos. That's why they are where they are, because, you know, yeah. you know, so they're just, good. You know, exactly. So it's okay to give a compliment, but let it be a unique compliment. Let it be something that makes you stand out that you're different. Ask a question that shows interest and then say, listen, I don't want to take a lot of your time, but here's what happens for us. We've never had anybody push us away Because our questions are unique and there's truly like a passion and the ability to show interest and really, really connect with that person. I think that would be my best advice for people that are going in networking. And I guess we're dealing with more power, but even in like a regular networking situation, look, you're right. You should never talk about yourself unless they ask you a question. Keep it brief. Make it more story based Mm -hmm. and, you know, make it unique, of course, but keep it brief. Get them talking.
2: That's key. If you're going to talk about yourself, make them make you, you know what I'm saying? Make mm-hmm. like that, you know, they'll ask you a question. That's if they don't ask you a question, then it's just straight to be about them. You ask them questions. And I'll give you guys three words. Three words is confidence, respect, and hunger. Those are three words that I really value with networking. Approach people with confidence. Honestly, one of my least favorite things is when people approach me and they feel like, you know, I appreciate it because I feel like, you know, It makes me feel good. Like, you know, they revere me or however you could put it. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I usually don't try to have too long a conversation with people that are acting super insecure. That are like, oh, you know, I respect your time. You know, they kind of drop too low. Mm -hmm. So have confidence and like go up, you know, I was, uh, we were downstairs yesterday and some guy was like, oh my gosh, Caleb Maddox. And he wanted a photo and uh, I was willing to talk with him for like a good 10 minutes or so, but he literally like cut it off in a minute because he was like, I know you got to go and then he kind of like walked away. Just like have that confidence and understand they're humans. Yeah. You know, it's like uh, Steve Sims, who was at Thrive Connect. He's yeah. played basketball with Elon Musk before. And I love how he talks about how he beat Elon Musk in basketball. And this thing that's so funny, because you think about it, it's because Elon Musk has his things that he's good at, and then there's things that he's not good at. So meaning like every single celebrity influencer, they're usually good at one or two things, just like you're usually good at one or two things. We're all mm. humans at the end of the day. So yeah. have that confidence and don't feel like I don't deserve to be with this person. Yeah, yeah. And then that's the second word is the word respect. Have confidence, but still have respect. Don't be arrogant. Don't try to act like you're better than them. You know, I, I hear all these people talking about positioning and I love that, but at the exact same time, no matter how long I talk to Michael Jordan and no matter how much I try to position myself, Michael Jordan's not going to view me higher than him. You know what I'm saying? Exact <laughs> same thing. Have respect and like understand, you know, you still are and like respect their time. Mm-hmm. You can sense right. they're trying to leave. And do that, you know, yeah. just res- have that mutual respect for them. And third thing is hunger. One of the things we look for when we're networking with people is who asks us the most questions, who's the hungriest to learn. And that's one thing that my dad's super good at. And that's why people absolutely uh, love to connect with them. And I'm part of the reason why people talk along, but usually my dad's the reason why the guy goes from 30 minutes to six hours because <laughs> my dad has so many questions. And it's like, so like people, these people wanna give their content, they wanna give value to people. Yeah. When you ask a lot of questions, it's like a different thing. So let me talk about yourself, have like an insane hunger to learn. And mm-hmm. usually they'll see that in you. That's yeah, so, so are, funny. They can, they can sense that. that,
3: Travis. They really can sense that you're not just asking the question just because it's a formality. They can yeah. say, really want to know. You're really interested. Right. And So that's networking 101. We could talk all day about networking because we love it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny that you guys say that when I've been... I- worked a couple of events for John Lee Dumas and yeah. it's so funny to me. Like I'll be standing there. I just volunteered to like work his booth for him just to connect with him a little bit more. And so I'll just be selling his Freedom and Mastery journals and I'll see people come up to him throughout the entire event that are wanting to connect with them. And they'll literally just take 10 minutes, their entire five or 10 minutes and just talk about themselves and what they've I, done. And it's yeah. just like, do you realize you're standing in front of somebody that could really help you, that could really add some value to your life and all you're doing is talking. Like stop talking, shut up, really? have that respect for John Lee Dumas's time and ask some questions because the dude knows his stuff. Stop feeling like you have to like puff up your chest and like be a freaking peacock to, <laughs> in order for people to respect you. That's not how it is. If you're good enough, he's going to hear about you down the road anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I don't, don't like you don't have to go up to somebody as soon as you see it. Like the first time that I saw Grant Cardone at an event, I did not go up and introduce myself. And a lot of networkers, quote unquote, networkers would get mad at me for that. But I knew that it was a bad time. There were like three other people that were taking pictures with them. If I went up to them, it would have been like, hey, take a picture with me. Here's three seconds, never, and then like not see you again. So I knew that there was a better way for me to be able to do that and a, a better way for me to be introduced to him. And so it was just patience with saying, you know what? Today's not the only day that I have the opportunity to meet Grant Cardone. (laughs) Like another opportunity is going to come. And it did come. And now the introduction was from his wife, Elena, after she was on my show and already had a lot of respect for me and loved me. So that introduction is way more powerful than me running up to him at an event and saying, Grant, Grant, take a picture with me. So I think exactly what you guys are saying. We're totally on the same page with that.
2: I believe it should be like 70, 20, 10. 70% should be them talking. 20% should be you asking questions. And 10% should be you interjecting. Like, I feel like that's a good formula way too many people it's the opposite 70% of them talking <laughs> 20% of them talking 10% of them talking you yeah. know it's like straight up exactly. you know that's huge that's exactly. huge
0: do you believe that what you know or who you know is more important and why
2: I think that this is a great question <laughs> I think, I think that I you know looking back I can honestly say I think who you know because who you know will help you elevate to the next level Um, and you can learn from who you know. You can learn what you don't know from who you know. So I definitely think who you know is more important than what you know currently Um, Because for me, the story has always been I don't feel like I know enough, but I've always taken the leap into the circles and into the groups and the people and the events that I believe are the people that I want to be around and the tribes I want to be around. So I've always served myself in a way of going into the areas and making friends with the people who are where I want to be at.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. That that's always that's always pretty much my answer when when somebody flips the script on me and asks me that question is is exactly what you just said. It's I think that it's who you know, and it's because it, I just feel like every time I've gotten around people who are just on a completely different level than I am, just operate on a totally different level of life. Um, I, I just I, I learn so much from just being around them, just rubbing shoulders with them. And my my what I know will always increase um, in direct proportion to my who. Um, and mm-hmm. I, I don't find that the opposite is as true. Will you get to know more people because you have success and you know your what really well? Yeah, of course. But will it grow exponentially? Um, I don't know. Maybe if you if you're really, really, really good, then yeah, maybe. You know, like Mark Zuckerberg has a fantastic circle of people and it's because he knew his what really well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he didn't. He didn't. Ha- he didn't know all the all the people he knows now, and then learned from them, and then built Facebook. No, he built Facebook, and then got introduced to all these people because it blew up. But unless mm-hmm. you're a one off like that, then I think that it's. I think that it's just so much more important to put your time and energy and focus, and even money into the who you know. And I know from talking to Chris that that's something that you guys definitely believe in, Lori. Well, that's all for today's show. Thank you so much for tuning in. You might hear my guests and I talk a lot about masterminds on the show. They are literally what I attribute most of the new quality relationships in my life to. So if this is something that you are interested in at all, which it should be, then hit me up and let's chat to see if you would be a good fit for my mastermind, Build Your Network Alpha. Just shoot an email over to travis at buildyournetwork.co and let's talk about it. Have a fantastic rest of your day and remember to leave every relationship better than you found it.